You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Welcome to Season 3 and Episode number 136 of The Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. Today, recording day, is Wednesday, June 7th, 2023, and it is a bright sunshine morning here at the Beaver Lodge. In fact, um, the sun is actually orange, which is kind of interesting. Um, smoke again in the forecast. Um, according to uh, Environment Canada, Ottawa had one of the worst air quality, well, had the worst air quality in the whole nation yesterday, and one of the worst air qualities in the entire world. Uh, but rain is expected for about five o'clock this afternoon, which would be really nice to get because the other day when we were expecting thunderstorms, they did not happen. Uh, I'm your host, the Eager Beaver, pronounce he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver A, and with me as always is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. We have a very, very short nibble uh, for you this morning, Kits, because Mr. Grizzly has a heart out today. And uh, if you are looking at me, as I am looking at myself in... (laughs) I've noticed that I did not do a good job getting uh, the raccoon eyes off with the stage makeup (laughs) last night. (laughs) I got some pretty heavy guy liner going on. Um... Uh, in the headlines, uh, of course, wildfires and uh, David Johnston's testimony at uh, the Public uh, House Affairs Committee, I believe it is, yesterday. Uh, I don't think we'll get too much into that today, given that we have a short time and it requires more time uh, to do that properly. But we will get to that eventually, Kits. Um, 
Mr. Grizzly, let's say hello and good morning to you. You are looking very swell, sir. How's your mental health today? Good morning, Mr. Beaver. Mental health is uh, pretty solid. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't have, because I have a short morning, I figured I'd get styled up before. I couldn't do it on air today. Uh, you know, limitations of time and all, but I do need to show you the weather cam. So folks around the what Canada's capital currently looks like. Uh, not fog. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's not nice out. It's no. not nice. So it's um, going to be a little bit of a rough walk in this morning. Um, I, I'm afraid the N95 is going to ruin my highly stylized mustache this morning. Alas, it's a sacrifice I have um, to make for fashion. <laughs> <laughs> fashion, it is très important. But yes, uh, ben wildfires. Uh, pardon? Ben Wheeler. Ben Wheeler. Um, yes, uh, the city conditions in Ottawa pose a very high risk to human health. Uh, there is a factor of 10 plus with regards to smoke uh, in Toronto and Montreal. The factor will be about seven. People are encouraged to stay indoors. Um, if you are outside, uh, medical professionals ask you to watch for shortness of breath, wheezing, coughing, dizziness, or chest pain. Um, so similar to, I guess, heart attacks or strokes, except for the the weakness on one side and the slurring. Um, Scott Weikenthal, who's an assistant professor at McGill University, uh, says that wildfire smoke contains a variety of particles that harm human health, and I still do not understand why I'm seeing results from my tennis club from people having played tennis yesterday. Um, people, please stay indoors. Um, he says, PM 2.5, which are the small particles which can reach deep within our lungs, are things that you have to worry about. And the wildfires can also contribute to an increase in ozone because of certain kinds of chemical reactions that happen in the atmosphere. If you just look at the sort of smoke forecasts across Canada, you can see that much of the country right now is covered in, to some extent, in forest fire emissions. So I think that we should probably expect to have more days like this as we move forward, says uh, Wykentall. Now, uh, here we're about where we are. Uh, somebody had mentioned the Calabogie fire, um, but there's also one, a big one out of control, burning at Centennial Lake, which I had not heard about at all until I posted yesterday that I went outside for the first time. And um, I had experienced the smell of sort of going outside and sort of smelling the campfire type thing. Uh, but yesterday after the show, when I walked out, um, it was the only smell. Oh, yeah. It was really weird. It's like the entire world was campfire. It was the only smell. Uh, I've never experienced that. And I was sitting there and I was thinking, well, gee, if I'm living here, I wonder what it would be like. I can't even imagine what it would be like living within 200 kilometers of some type of fire. Then somebody pointed out, I think you probably do. And that was the first time I heard of Centennial Lake. Mm. That's in the Madawaska region. That one too yeah. is burning control, but it seems that there's so many others that are so much bigger. It's not getting, <laughs> there's only room for so many stars, I guess. Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, so I had to revise that. So, okay. I wonder what it would be like within 100 then, because this is not good at all. Um, in Northern Quebec, uh, fires are also burning and it's gotten so bad that in, uh, the northern Quebec's largest city, Shibugamu, uh, all 75,000 
residents have been evacuated, and so has the uh, Ojibugamu First Nation. Um, there's uh, one fire still left out of control in Nova Scotia. Some rain is expected for eastern Quebec. Uh, they've gotten a little bit, but more is ex- hopefully more is coming. Um, yeah, so uh, just stay inside and do not exert yourself. And you have this graphic here that Mr. Grizzly is showing. Uh, that's all the smoke from northern Quebec that's coming down because there's a cold front, according to Environment Canada, which has been pushing the air downward south. And it's been going south all the way to uh, New York City and even the Carolinas. Yeah, it's so, everywhere. Um, it's literally everywhere. Um, so uh, everyone from uh, Shibugamu and uh, Ojibugamu Cree Nation, and there's about 75,000 people in Shibugamu, uh, they've all been evacuated to uh, the city of Rabarval at the moment. Because uh, the fires, uh, at least uh, last night, were about only about 20 kilometers away from the city. Um, so, yeah. yeah. The Weather Network is calling that a smoke tsunami, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to argue with them. That's it is not good out there. It, like it looks like a foggy day, but it's not fog. It's it's smoke, and uh, you can see the air quality index for Ottawa. I think is, I think yesterday we set the record. Today it's just just under the record. The record is 508. We're currently at 471 here. I'm, I got up. Yeah, and according to a, you're breaking up. Oh yeah, you know it's really bad. Four seventy one. That's that's just ridiculous. Um, the Weather Network has uh, has a special air quality statement issued by Environment and Climate Change Canada. It says stop outdoor activities and contact your healthcare provider if you someone in, in your care experiences shortness of breath, wheezing, including asthma attacks, severe cough, dizziness, or chest pains. Stay inside if you're feeling unwell and experiencing symptoms. So that's similar to what we've reported already. Keep your indoor air clean. Keep your doors and windows closed if the temperature in your home is comfortable. Use an air purifier with a high-efficiency particulate air filter or HEPA filter in a room where you spend a lot of time. Avoid air purifiers that produce ozone. Check the filter and change it if required. For more information, visit uh, canada.ca slash en slash health hyphen Canada slash services. Anyway, we'll include this link here uh, in the chat for you. Um, so that you can link to it. I'll put it right there, Mr. Grizzly, if you can add it for the kits. Sure. Also says, take a break from the smoke by temporarily relocating or finding a location in your community with clean, cool air, such as a library, shopping mall, or community center. Contact your local health or municipal authorities for more information. If you must spend time outdoors, a well-fitted respirator-type mask, such as an NIOSH certified N95 or equivalent respirator that does not allow air to pass through small openings between the mask and face, can help reduce your exposure to the fine particles and smoke. These fine particles generally pose the greatest risk to health. However, respirators do not reduce exposure to the gases in wildfire smoke. It is important to listen to your body and reduce or stop activities if you are experiencing symptoms. Be sure to check on people in your care and those around you who may be more susceptible to smoke. Pay attention to information and direction from your local authorities and evacuate if told to do so. Review your wildfire smoke plan. Please have one. And make sure that you have enough medical supplies if the smoke continues to impact your community. Make sure that in uh, if you have a car in the trunk of your car, if you uh, need to make a quick escape, that you've got stuff like water and food for a few days and some warm blankets in case temperature drops and, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, contact your healthcare provider if your condition is not improving. 
Be aware of your mental health. It is normal to feel anxious or isolated during a smoke event. If you experience any feelings of stress, anxiety, or depression, contact your mental health care provider for advice. Or visit www.wellnesstogether.ca. Wow. I actually like that last little bit. I'm surprised that that's in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. But good. News to me. News to me. Yeah. Uh, I do have a graphic I have to share right now. Uh, it was sent, this was sent to me last night um, by who sent this to me? Just a second here. Uh, AEGG five two seven sent this to me as uh, to let me know that this is taking place. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Die Mutter is coming back. Yeah. Again, come and tell me. Come and tell me that there is not Nazi central. And she was tapped on the shoulder and said, Canada's your file. They step out of line. You pipe up and keep them in line. You speak as if you have a say here. I mean, PP stands out of line, expresses support for Ukraine. She bashes them. Danielle Smith expresses a little bit of support for pride, which I have no idea of knowing whether or not that's sincere or not. Um, but, She's not having it, so she slaps him down on Twitter, and uh, she's coming back to yeah set them down for a talk, I guess. Yeah, is he is and he gonna that, is he gonna publicly uh, admonish her this time? No, he won't do that. He won't do that. Well, he's, no, got, well, he's spending too much time uh, dumping all over our former Governor General David Johnston to to, uh, to but, pay attention but, to her. But isn't the subject foreign interference? Yeah, no, no. It's only foreign interference when he sees it that way. Remember, he. Uh, but you're not answering the question. Well, I'm not answering the question the way you want me to answer it. I'm going to do, do. Remember who we're dealing with here. This right. obstinate little shit gibbon. Yeah. What did you mean in the house? I mean what I said. Well, you but didn't say anything. You didn't. <laughs> you suggested, yeah. you implied, you inferred, you ran something up the flagpole, you spitballed, you speculated, you. <laughs> but you didn't actually come out and say it. I mean, you said it. We all heard you say it. But you didn't say it. <sighs> oh, thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, oh that. my! You got a DM via for voiceover work. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm looking at the page right now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hey, hey, hey! Thank you, thank you, thank you, Kid Ellen. That's wonderful. Voices wow. that sound twenty to fifty years old. Oh, well, that's me. <laughs> I'm not really 29, but I play it on stage. <laughs> thank you, Ellen. Yeah, thank you, Ellen. That'd be great. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, just, I don't. These people are exhaust me. And yeah. um, without going into the public, um, uh, David Johnson's testimony, you know, when I said yesterday, that, um, you know, people were saying that Lisa Raitt was going like, the most important question was about like how David Johnson felt like he could still do this job and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, isn't the important question supposed to be about foreign interference? Um, well, according to the reviews that are out today, um, the conservatives didn't have, didn't seem to be very interested in foreign interference at all. Hmm. David Johnson was there for about three hours, other than potentially Rachel Danko, who I've heard a couple of good things about. Uh, it seems pretty much it was Operation Get David Johnston. Liberals asked questions about actual foreign interference, but uh, it seems 
conservatives were not really interested in actually stopping foreign interference. Of course, they want another election now before we solve this terrible problem of foreign of interference course. in our, our, our elections. Yes, yes, because yeah, we, yeah. Yeah. because it, it because it doesn't benefit them at all. That's why they want to have an election now, right? I just, I just, some, I just can't. Some days, some days, I just can't. I just can't. Some days. They think we're stupid. Uh, Kit James, are you guys not on YouTube right now? No, we got shadow banned because somebody didn't like what we were saying. Yeah, there's a. It seems we were being a little too effective. It, and it was uh, an interview with an esteemed colleague of ours who recently joined the Cryer Media Network, um, and it was a, a rebroadcast of the video in which they said we spread COVID misinformation. We, ha, I'm sorry. Yeah, did our, you watch the? F our guest would never be part of an episode where that would have happened. <laughs> and not only exactly. I mean, we don't do that. Number one, right. and our guest would never take part in that. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah, exactly, James. Right? It's a strange world when I get to stay on YouTube and YouTube. <laughs> right? Yeah. So isn't it yeah. ironic? No, but it's funny, right? Because like every time I go on the show, right, people keep on saying, "Oh my God, he's the nicest guy. He's the nicest guy. You want a friend?" Like <laughs> it's like and we a, didn't even get angry on that episode. No. Right? Like. Yeah, James, I had Max Bernier on <laughs> yesterday and Brett Wilson today. I'll keep you posted. He keeps on trying to get himself banned. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll get your big boy pants someday. Don't worry, sir. <laughs> oh, man. No, I, hey, you know what? I, I, I take it as a compliment. Yeah. Well, it means we're, we're, we're effective. effective. We're if being somebody effective. wants to shut us up, it's because uh, they don't want us here. They don't want somebody hearing what we have to say because maybe we're just delivering just too much truth. They don't like truth. Oh, by the way, James, I read your article yesterday um, about your uh, quest for breakfast. Very moving, sir. Very moving. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should read it. Check it out. It's on Cryer. Check it out. All right. Uh, it's really moving. Uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Um, today, the Bank of uh, Canada will be putting out whether or not interest rates will be going up again. Um, there is, it's really like 50, 50. I'm hearing a lot of speculation that absolutely they must do this. And then I'm hearing some that, well, you know, they did say that they were going to take a little pause and it does take two years for things to work through the system. And well, two years from the first interest rate hike is next March. So they can have the luxury of waiting a little bit. So we don't actually, I, I cannot, um, this one, I cannot uh, give you a prediction one way or the other. I really don't know where the, what they'll do. Uh, so I guess we'll find out uh, later. Uh, good morning, Kit Pete. Lovely to see you from down under. Usually watch you on YouTube, but your streams seem not to be on it lately. Yes, as we've just explained, uh, we got uh, shadow banned by someone who's trying to cause us a little trouble, so we're not there for the week. Um, yeah, we get it back by Saturday, and we had discussed doing a, uh, a podcast uh, in Kingston this weekend, but... I just don't think logistically we don't have enough time to really put it together. Not to mention the fact that I'm coming down with my girlfriend to visit you and, and, and Alex. And I thought, you know, it wouldn't be very, very nice if you and I were working all afternoon and then you go to yeah. a play that, you know, it's just, it was a great idea in theory, but with the YouTube ban, it, well, I don't even think the band's lifted till noon. I'm not sure. So, you know. Yeah. 
but we'll be able to do it the 25th from Ottawa. And I have a feeling that Toronto Dan may be able to join us in person. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Well, Jazz, yeah. Jazz Fest, we got we to gotta touch base with Mr. Lindley and see if he's going to be up for Jazz Fest. Because I know he's he had talked about, uh, to, uh, talked yes. about uh, coming up for Jazz Fest. Yes, 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 we should. Okay, I, I will talk to him and ask him. Um, okay, what else do we have here for you? Um, uh, Pete, I don't know when I can come visit your brother. Um, that I need to, to, to come visit you in Australia. I need A, a lot of money, <laughs> and B, four weeks. I, I, had, I do have four weeks vacation this year. I'm, I think I'm only going to take three. Maybe, maybe next year if, if, uh, if I can get the money together. It's expensive to travel to Australia. Hmm. Yeah, I definitely want to go though. I've been dying to go to Australia entirely. I had three times plans to go to Australia, and all three of them got kiboshed. Oh, really? Like mm. advanced plans, not like oh, I think I should go to Australia. No, no, actually making plans. Like, like well, I, I figure I'd need four agents and gave them a file and said, "Please organize this for us," and then they didn't. I figure it takes four weeks just because of uh, the travel time, the jet lag, the recovery there, the recovery when you get home. Like, I wouldn't spend all four weeks in Australia. It would be like I'd leave Ottawa, spend a couple of days in, in Switzerland on the way to visit a friend, and then continue on from there. And then it's probably spend two weeks in Australia and then come home with like four or five days to recover sort of thing. Just because the jet lag flying back is brutal. Mm-hmm. We had a, when I was, uh, the boyfriend I was d- dating when I was in my early twenties, we had a plan, um, to go to Australia for a few weeks and then uh, go to New Zealand. And we were going to rent an RV and do wine country in New mm. Zealand. And it was like, so we handed everything in uh, June, I think to a travel agent for, tra- for a trip in uh, January. Could you make this all happen? And we call, called us back, called them back in September and asked how are things going? And they hadn't started and that was too late. I was just like, really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there was a, one was a student exchange and I got accepted. And then my foster parents said, oh, wait a minute, we have to host someone too. No, we're not doing that because we're not getting paid. So I had to call them and tell them I can't go. Well, last year of high school, I was supposed to be in Australia. <laughs> just like, oh, dude. And then uh, the other one then was they the gay games. Yeah. And then the other one was to participate in the gay games when they were in Sydney. And, and that was the year I busted my leg. <laughs> can't swim with the busted leg <laughs> so yeah yep 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 but uh, i will get there eventually i hope so because my god how can you someday, go someday. all your entire life and still <laughs> actually try to get there and still not get there <laughs> no kidding so yeah. i got two quick things here first uh for the air quality individuals asking this is currently what over the uh, nation's capital look like uh very 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 smoky that's the first thing. And then the second thing is um, the great shave as it continues on. This was me just a few days ago. Uh, so it's for Cornerstone Housing for Women. I will put the link in the chat. Um, we, I think we've probably hit the $1,000 mark, but I, I'm going to have to reach out to a few people and say, listen, could you just uh, email either to the True North Eager Beaver or DM me something on Twitter or something just so I know some numbers to add up so I can report what what the the if we've achieved the goal or not, because I, 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 I've had a number of people told me they've donated, but I don't know what it was. And I, and I don't, honestly, I don't care what the amount is from each individual. I'm just trying to calculate what the total is. That's all. Mm-hmm. Is a cornerstone maybe uh, keeping a tally? 
I, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't, I, I'm not doing anything directly with Cornerstone. I just set oh. this up so we could, no, okay. I haven't reached out to them. I'm, I'm kind of okay. trying to be anonymous about it as much as I can be. You know what I mean? I don't want any, I don't want them to focus on me. It's not about me. It's about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, it's also marketing. You got to get the word out. And they have I, I, a whole I, list yeah. of people in, in their own distribution list who might, uh, well, if, if you want to reach out to them today, I, I'm going to be too busy to do it. But if you, if you want to reach out to them, feel free. Okay. You can send, you've got the links and everything. So. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I missed something. Pete, uh, I know that street to send me the deets on PM, where, please. Where, where I live, the, the, the street that I showed. Um, downtown. Yes. Yes. Okay. That street, but the, no, the deets on PM. Not sure what that is. Um, just please clarify that to Pete for us. Um, it's not about you. It's that tumbleweed on your face. <laughs> so, uh, but we did, uh, we, I, I do have one report. That, oh, okay. Kit's Tabby says I did mention you in my donation. So there, oh, and, uh, and, uh, uh, we received one, um, through, uh, the, um, Facebook page, uh, someone uh, okay. donated, uh, once, once remained anonymous, donated $62. Okay, fantastic. And that's, well, see, see, that's perfect because the $62 is, it provides one day of supportive housing programming in our residences. That's, that's the cost, it's 62 yep, bucks. So yep. somebody was paying attention yesterday. Exactly, exactly. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for your generosity. Um, all right. A couple of other things that may have, that have happened. Uh, we have another person that threw himself in the race for the GOP nomination, Chris Christie. Um, not sure how much demand there is for him, but uh, he's going to make things interesting because he really doesn't like Donald. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> eh? Well, you know, um, have him help you prepare for a debate when you are COVID positive and cough all over the room when the guy already has a comorbidity that's obvious. Yeah. Yeah, so, that would make me turn against you too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> come help me prepare for my debate. I won't tell you I got COVID though. So, yeah, you know, if you die because you help me, because he got on the helicopter and got flied to Walter Reed and said, like, give me the best and everything you got. Because he'd be dead. Oh, Let's yeah, be honest. Be dead if he were yeah. not the president, he'd be dead because he would have been too stubborn to go. And he's not very healthy to begin with. Right. Uh, so, so when somebody asks me why I chose um, Cornerstone Housing for Women, this is why. Mm-hmm. And and this is in my community in Centertown, which and they were deeply affected by both the pandemic and the uh, occupation of Ottawa. So, one thousand women become homeless in Ottawa each year. You can be a part of the solution to end homelessness, and that's that's why I've chosen them. One thousand women a year. In this city, yeah, yeah, yeah that I'll that's disturbing. Sorry, it really oh, no, no, it me. is. It is. It really it bothers is. me. You know, and every now and then I, I I walk because I in Ottawa where I live, I'm close to the uh, Union mm-hmm. Mission and the Salvation Army and the Shepherds of Good Hope. Um, sometimes I walk down the street, I see women who look like my mom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's like five three, like one hundred and like twenty five, one thirty pounds at the end. You know, not a big woman. Mm-hmm. Feisty and fierce, though, but not a big woman. Like, and I just see it. It's just my heart breaks every time. You know, because yeah. I try not to give people money directly. 
Mm-hmm. But then you see someone who looks like your mom. And you know they need it desperately. <sighs> see, my, 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 my biggest problem when I see, and I, I pass by the same homeless people every day, right, in my neighborhood. Yeah. And I see them all the time. And it's not that I'm not willing to give them anything. It's that I haven't carried cash in years. Right. Literally in years. I have maximum a $20 bill in case something happens on me. Dude, I, I never have any cash on me. Not coin, not paper, not notes, not nothing. I haven't carried cash in years. The last time I had cash was when I was in Saratoga Springs because it's the U.S. and tapping everywhere is not necessarily a thing. Different systems, you, you yep. know. That was the last time I had cash. Prior to that, I had I don't think I've had cash twice in the last five years. Yeah, I know. Like I, said, like I, I always have a twenty dollar bill in case something, and it can go like two full months without being cashed. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just never use it. So yeah, it's um, yeah. So it's like sometimes I'm sitting there and it's like I even I want to and like and I'm looking. So did did I get changed? Maybe some at some point, and, mm-hmm. and I go through my things like no, I sorry, only keys. So today's look is uh, just for those curious who I was trying to do the, the Doc Holiday from, uh, uh, what was the, it was the, uh, was that uh, Western with, it was uh, uh, Kurt Russell and, um, oh, what's Mr. his Given? name? Uh, no, no, Kurt Russell played uh, uh, Wild Bill Hickok, uh, Tombstone, oh. Tombstone, yes. Doc Holiday from Tombstone. Yeah. I'll be you, Huckleberry. Thank you, James. Uh, Mr. Grizzly, I think we gotta uh, go. Yeah. We go because it's a hard out. So, kids, that's the end of this episode of the True North Daily, uh, the Daily Beaver Morning Show. You know where to find us. We also now have a Vimeo channel uh, if you're looking for us there. Um, what else? Uh, write to us, True North Eager Beaver at gmail.com for Facebook or Twitter feed, podpage.com if you want to subscribe. Please go to our YouTube page and subscribe anyway, even though we're not on there for a while because that helps us. You can from the still Beaver Lodge. Yes, yes, you can still subscribe. From the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager Beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, I don't know if you want to pass on the words of wisdom because you got to go. I got to go, but it's just, yeah, if you can donate to to Cornerstone Housing for Women, uh, the link is in the chat. Uh, We really do appreciate all your efforts, and thanks. I got to go. I'll see you later. All right. Bye. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And The Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Yes, indeed, kiddies. It was a quickie. (laughs) Have a great day.
<laughs> I prefer a longy, but today we had to have Here. a quickie. You know, it's just sometimes I got to be in the office. I'll see you. All right. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.